What's the deal, people? It's your boy, the one and only, your host that do the most, Mr. Viral himself, aka the villain, because they hate me for my opinion. We got the one and only. The young Messiah, man, the same shit. You already know. Okay, okay, okay. We we back at y'all again with another one. Uh we got a special guest tonight, man. Uh Long Beach legend, legend in the game, underrated. You feel me? Don't don't get enough praise, but we're gonna give him his flowers today. You Facts. feel me? This the one and only. Who we got over here? AF third, threes and two out threes. Three of them, three of them. Of course, man, of course. What's man. the deal, man? Welcome to the platform. Thank you for joining us. You feel me? It's a pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Always, always. Uh, I see you got a new album on the way. Hell yeah. We All, Almighty Threesis, man. Well, what is hidden for? Come on, man. Let me know something. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I've been working on the album for like a year and a half. And I'll be like lying and shit, saying when I'm gonna put it out. I was supposed to put it out on June 19th, and then I was supposed to put it out July 7th. And I was supposed to put it out August 15th, but I'm here to say for sure, for sure, it's coming out the first week of January. Top of the year? Yeah. Set the year off right? Just trying to clean the plate off. Not even trying to set the year off right. Just trying to come with a clean slate. You know, I'm tired of worrying about it. Like I said, I've been working on it for like a year and a half, two years, and it's always been like a monkey on my back. I'm trying to get that shit out. You feel like this your best work up to date? It's definitely some of my best work because I'm mature. You know, I ain't more so... Uh, Stuck in a conglomerate of like partying and drugs and all type of shit. It's really a mature me. It's like me talking about real life relationships, you know, passing of my friends, passing of my grandmother recently. Yeah. It's a lot of condolences. Condolences. I see you got a few bangers uh, floating around right now. I'm like, yeah. damn, look at Cuz. What's the problem going crazy? Yeah. I'm like, okay, he in his bag right now. <laughs> The PayPal shit going yeah, crazy. That, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apple Pay Cash App? What? It's, I need it it's, all. It's, it's a blessing, man. This shit crazy because like I ain't never really felt like this much love since like probably like 2014 when I first got on the radio. So it's not really something new to me, but then it feels new. Feels like I'm a zombie, like I came back from the dead. So, you know, it's um it's flattering, sure. Do you feel like um well, I ain't gonna say do you feel like I feel like you in you at your pinnacle right now. Like you done you done mastered the flow, you done mastered your style. I you could just hear it in the music. I feel like you hitting in pockets everlessly. The the, the nigga hitting the high notes on the hooks. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. cutting his in his melody bag, yeah, in his yeah. barn up bag. Like, well, where this shit coming from? Do you just uh well as far as like the lyrics and shit, like I don't really write nothing. It just comes from the heart. But as far as like the sound, the sound came from my studio. I've been working with my partner named um, Poppy Gordo. And he kind of like uh, coached me into the melodies. You know, he was always doing it himself. When we started experimenting with the uh, auto-tune, it kind of became like a profession. It was just easy. And then, um, you know, over time, you start perfecting it. And that's where it's at. Because like, you know, rapping kind of get boring to me. Like, sometimes I can't say the words the right way. Like, it just mm -hmm. don't sound right when I rap it. You know, I gotta bend it. I gotta, I gotta make you feel it in a way. So you know, that's the reason why we use the tune. But you know, this is an advanced setting. Let me sound. I feel that. I feel that. Now, I find it crazy uh, that we grew up on the same block. Yeah, but we and never, you know, never crossed paths. Yeah, that was wild to me too. Same block. Don't you got? Don't you got a black tattered on you? I got it tattered on me right here. Yep. Yeah, Tenth yeah, Raymond, yeah. Almighty Raymond block. That's a historic street. Historic yeah. <laughs> history. What? Hey, the launching pad. Fuck you, mean? Bro, that's everything to me. I ain't gonna hold you. Like that's why I found myself. That's where I. Well, all right. So let me put it like this. I was born on Raymond, but I was born on uh, 
was it 14 or 13? Right at the uh, Anaheim. Okay. I was born, I'm trying to, I, I think it's like 11. No, it's not, it's like 12 to 14, whatever. I was born on Raymond and I moved to Cherry. I probably stayed on Cherry till I was like 10. So I moved to Raymond. I mean, I moved from Raymond to Cherry at like six. So I probably stayed on Cherry for four years. Then I moved back to Raymond. Fast forward it. I'm looking at your gram one day and I see you speak on it. And I remember, remember I reached yeah, out to him yeah, like, bro, you, you was on Raymond. We, nigga, you lived right across the street from me the whole time and we didn't know. 1075, apartment number five. 1076. Probably- <laughs> I ain't gonna say the rest. 1075, apartment number five. It was probably the only apartments that we didn't, but we didn't, we never really broke in. Nigga, right, right across, across the street. street. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where I was the at. The big building here. Yeah. Every, every apartment on that block. But yeah. bro, it tripped me out because like, just even reminiscing about, reminiscing about that block, like remember uh, the Asian mad dog, Chewy, little Chewy was be over there, my brother. It, that shit like shaped me who I, who I am today. Like literally, you oh. know, being black and Asian, Obviously, from Long Beach, you know it's like the best of both worlds over there. You can go straight to the Asian lady house, go get some food, five dollars, go back to the house, smoke some weed with your peoples. Niggas down the block, you got banging them, snooping all of them down the street. I remember rest in peace, the badass. He used to be over there on Anaheim at the corner. It was like that's that's a monument for me. Raymond is probably the biggest thing in my career as far as inspiration. Yeah, that that's super monumental. It was so monumental for me. I I had to go get the tatted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm so, so when I found that out, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Cause yeah. we over there with Speedy, Josh, Javon, Jordan, Chuck, uh, fucking Domino used to be over there. Quincy, Jeannie, when she when she used to own the Blue Building, I'm like, damn, this nigga was over there. Like, yes. I know you're a little younger than me, but you know, Sam I'm like, used to that's be crazy. over there. All oh, of God. Those, yeah, that shit was wild. That's that's yeah, that's the launching pad. Like the you launching said. pad for sure, history. But yeah, you have uh have black and half Asian. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was thinking Cambodian. I'm like, all right. Well, you know, Cambodian is Asian, but um, I'm black and Korean. Okay. My father, full blooded Korean. Well, seventy five percent. He actually a white dude too. And my mother, she's um, she's German. She a black German. Oh, so you got a gang of shit. Yeah, but I just sound black and Asian. You know, they both foreigners. My mom, she's not from America, and my, my uh, pops ain't either. Can you speak that shit? Nah, it's crazy. I can speak Cambodian. <laughs> that's the crazy part. I can Cambodian speak straight tale. Cambodian because that's all you know. I'm in Cambodian. Yeah, Cambodian for sure. I remember yeah. the first time I tried it. Like, I, you know, I was trying to be like cool. I remember when we moved back and I was trying to be cool. So I just said some far out shit, and them niggas looked at me like I was an idiot. Like, nah, I don't fly over here. We Cambodian over here. Like, <laughs> Fuck you. But over. I can speak fluent Cambodian and all that. That's Show. crazy. It seemed like they shit down to the same though. Like, man, the cons, the grass of the concepts, how they speak it. If. It's the same until you eat their food. I'll put it like that. Or until you really like indulge in what they got going on. Cause them niggas be having internal beef. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, outside looking in, we like, man, all that shit the same. Yeah, now nah, they like, nah, hold on, <laughs> yeah. no, we not, no, we not. Like, yeah, but you know, it's 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 a beautiful thing, man. That shit is um it's gorgeous to me because I get to indulge, like I say, in two different cultures and I get to bring them to one. You know, like when I meet my grandmother on my father's side, rest in peace to the one on my mother's side, but I met when I meet the one on my um, father's side. And she gets to see like my mom. It's like the clash of worlds. Like she ain't seen my mom in like twenty years. So when she does see her, she's like, "Oh shit, your son's a rapper now, and he's doing this and doing that." It's cool. It's, it's, it's lovely. That's what's up. That's what's up. How you feel about the relationship between blacks and Asians in the city? Because I feel like Long Beach is unique with that. It's like Asians is damn near black here. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know about the rest of the world. It's like it's kind of different. But here, like they damn near niggas. Like we looking at them like damn near niggas, like depending on the I mean, section that you in. I mean, look at their music. You know, look at their artists. Like, look at Stupid Young. 
You know, look Shout out Stupid Young. Shout out to the Asian boys. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to ABCs, for sure. You know, they just like us. To be honest, I think everybody is just like us. I think we all finally got past that race card that we was pushing for a minute. You know, it's definitely still something that's determining people's actions, but more so, a lot of niggas just want to rap now. A lot of niggas just want to get out they they poverty. So, you know, it ain't hard to be in touch with them. You can look at somebody like, for example, Stupid Young. He from Cambodia town. Probably a multi-millionaire. Yeah, he owned like, That's right inspiration now. right there. This nigga came from your section. Yeah. And he just like you. Like, this nigga went to Poly, was hanging out with us. He came to our hood day. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, he's one. You know, they one of us. And I guess to answer your question, you know, we all the same, man. Especially now. Niggas is trying to get rich and get up out of here. What? Talk about it. What <laughs> the fuck part. is you mean? You ain't building wealth. What yeah. the fuck is you doing? For real. I see you uh you tapped in with a lot of a lot of mainstream artists. I, I be seeing you fucking around with Snoop and shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all ever talked about doing any music or it's just like big bro, little bro type shit, Uncle Snoop type shit? I ain't really got no relationship with Snoop. People would think I did. Nah, I it looked like you do now. So I look at yeah, you. nah. All right, so I met Snoop on Raymond. Uh, Ironically. I came, yeah, I came <laughs> out the house. This is some real shit. I, I was taking my dog out and I seen a blue Jeep on the corner of Raymond. I'm like... There's something telling me that's Snoop. So I went down there and it was. But we didn't really talk. We just like, I was just in the same room with him and shit. And then I met him um, when I was with Big, but we still didn't really talk. Uh, when I left Big Boy's label, I went to Bobby D, which he made this thing called Snoop's Army. Basically, it was like a talent agency. And that's when I kind of got to know who Snoop was. You know, I got to meet him. I went on tour with him. But even when I went on tour with him, it wasn't like me, homie, buddy, buddy. Yeah. It was like, all right, keep doing your thing. As of now, you know, there's talks of me signing with Death Row. A lot of people, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that now. Like, uh, it's on the table. I haven't signed it yet uh, because I, I want to have a conversation with Snoop one on one. Yeah, we. I talked to him. I've been in the studio with him, but it ain't what I want. It ain't fulfilled what I'm what I'm asking for. You know, I do want to have a conversation with him because I, I got a lot of things from him. Like, I probably wrote like 20 songs for Snoop. That's but it's like I was preparing for this moment. Like I've been preparing for this moment for the last like ten years. Sound off on that. That's manifesting deep. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You said you were signed to Big Boy. Yeah. Oh, I was. Okay. Um, I signed to Big Boy. I think in like 2015. Yeah. But I see the thing about all my label deals and shit. I ain't never signed no paperwork. Like all my shit has been off the off the verbal, like a verbal agreement. So I've always been blessed. Like, can't nobody take no money from me. Everything that I got is 100%. Ain't nobody took nothing from me. Can't nobody take nothing from me. And ain't nobody helped me with nothing. I put myself in position and people was like, all right, bet, let me relay it. But yeah, I was with Big in uh, 2014, 15. And I actually had him sign all my friends too. Which, oh, uh, man, my boy, Poppy Gordo, Seppi, Aries, et cetera. Um, and I eventually left. I just felt like... You know, when you somebody making a million dollars, it's hard to look behind you and and uh, dwell on something else that you're not used to. Like your on divorce is radio. You're not a music man. Right. You're a radio man. And so that's how I kind of felt. So when I left that, that's when I went with Bobby D. And obviously, I'm with Snoop's Army. That's where we at today. Okay, that's, that's what's up. So do you prefer to be signed to a major or the independent grind? I ain't never really... I don't... I don't know what a label, I mean, a major feel like, to be honest, like, I've been in major situations, but, you know, a major deal is like, you on contract, you know, they got you doing this, they flying you out here, they doing all this. 
Like all my deals basically ha- basically have been independent. It's just I've been in deals with big people. So it seems like it's bigger than what it is. Or more so, I just the way I carry myself too. You know, I'm I'm putting out music consistently. I've always been doing this. I ain't never turned around. I ain't never looked at it with a second glance. I just been so consistent. So I don't know really what a major is. Yeah, but like far as if you got one now, like if they gave you a certain amount of money, would you rather take that route or oh, yeah. keep grinding like independent like you? Yeah, because doing, I can tell you the difference between the independent and the major. The major is going the major is like a um the major is like a bus driver. It's gonna take you where you need to go. Yeah. And independence is you the Uber. You gonna go. <laughs> yeah. You gonna find out where you're going. You gonna find your route. And so the reason why I would I would want a uh, major deal is because Bro, like I'm tired of doing all the fucking work. Like I'm the one that's doing the music. I'm the one that's fucking doing the video. I'm the one that's getting the shows. I'm the one that's in here. Like I reached out because I wanted to do this. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And super solid. As a major label, they would have everything. I guess agenda. You'll have an agenda. So yeah, I'll take a major, but it gotta be right because like I'm living the way I'm living right now. I'm cool. I'm not. Um, I'm not satisfied, but I'm cool. Yeah. That's wild. I, this whole time I'm thinking you major because when they having all these big uh, concerts and performance, you on the same card as these big names. Like your name is up there, and it's that's, not the small name. Your shit big. That's I'm the like, finesse. Hey, I'm, just saying, I'm like, hold on, hey, look, see, that's the finesse. See, a lot of people don't notice. Like, but when I choose these deals, I choose, I choose them for long term situations. Like, for example, with Big Boy, nigga, that's the radio. I know I'm gonna get on the radio. With the dude I signed with Bobby D, he owns probably 90% of the concerts in California. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I know what I'm finna get. And I'm using these things as leverage and ladders to put me where I need to be. That's it. Smart, that's smart, that's smart. Do you feel you get the respect you deserve in not only the Long Beach hip hop scene, but hip hop in general? Nah, I don't. I do some, like, if we have a one on one conversation, like how me and you having it, They'll like, they'll let me know. But like, I think people scared to like celebrate me in front of other people because it's like a cool thing to hate me. Like, let's say about like nine years ago, like when I first started the jerking movement. I think me and you had an issue too. Uh, if we did, let me know. Yeah, nah, but it wasn't. Oh, insane. Let let me know. <laughs> hey, re- refresh <laughs> my memory on the set. But so, I remember, like, I done had so many. I done had so many issues, nigga. The, the villain, nigga. What you mean? I forget. I got well, you said nine niggas. years ago, though. So. Yeah, like That's we was kids, but like, thinking. what it was because I was I was running wild, bro. Like, I was the only nigga that was in this little Drake situation with all these LA niggas, and I was like a pioneer of a, of a movement that was coming on. So like. I was just out there saying, oh, I'm king of the beach. I'm Long Beach this, I'm Long Beach that. You know, obviously at Badfire, you had the Rayo, you had the PE boys, you had a top, all type of shit. Like, you know, yeah. backdraft, like, hold on, nigga, who are you? Um, I guess just looking at that and like looking at that example, it was like, oh, we ain't really never had no problems. Like, why, why, why do y'all niggas hating me? Now look at this fast forward, we homies now. And so I put that in the general, like popular, like just the general pop. Like niggas don't want to celebrate me because they feel like that's not cool. Like niggas just want to hate me for no reason. And I think it stems from when me and YG started our shit because you know the nigga popped off first. Yeah. I, I don't really know, but like, nah, niggas don't celebrate me. And I think I do need to be celebrated, bro. I've been in this game for like 
12, I say 12 to 13 years, right? And the whole time I've been steady. Like, I ain't never fell off, been a weirdo. I ain't never been off drugs on videos or did no weird shit to come back popping. Like, I just always did music and did myself. I've always been a nigga that would do anything for anybody that's with me. I done gave up my ticket, my seats. I done gave up everything for niggas to live their life. Yeah. I can attest to that because any venue, any anything, if you there and we locked, yeah, you like, hey, come on, bro. Hey, he good. We we back here. No ticket, no nothing. It don't matter. You get niggas in. So and I think just like niggas that. in general, they just like it's it's a cool thing not to show love to me. You think yeah. it's just you, or you think that's a lot of people in general? I think it's a lot of people in general, but I think it also has to come with the shit I've done as a younger dude. You know, uh, when the jerking shit popped off, I was like seventeen, and that was really big. Like I, we was getting like millions of plays a day type shit. And you know, I think that shit, you know, it could be a lot for somebody that's young. You know, they they could they can either like fall into it, they can master it, or they can uh, use it. Uh, I guess for negative, and I, I kind of use it as why a negative. You think, why you think that's affecting you? Because you was had the jerk movement hot, or you just saying I in didn't? General, I didn't just, show no respect at that time. Uh, like too, I was young, too arrogant. Yeah, I was arrogant. I was young. I was dumb. I was popping. I was fresh out of high school. I was still in high school actually when it happened, but I had just got out of high school. And it was just, it was just so much, dog. Like I don't know TV. I got niggas flying out here to see me. I'm like, what's going on? I didn't know how big it was because obviously I was just doing it. But at the time, like nigga, I had a chipped tooth. Yeah. You know, I was I was a fucked up, dirty ass nigga. But it's like my first blessing I ever had got. So I was taking advantage of it. But I think my advantage became arrogance. And in the long run, people just you know they judge you off of that. What was that whole? Cause weren't you pushes at one mm. at one point? Mm. What was that whole fallout about? I still don't know. I just um, remember MySpace. Oh shit! YG got a diss. Oh shit! Tay got a diss. Shit. What was what the whole shit about? Was, um, we was all cool. We was all good. The real story. What happened is, it was a nigga named Project, and we was at like a, uh, it was like a function like at a park, and basically we had gotten into like a fight with another family over there. Like all of us little niggas versus like a whole fucking family. We didn't even know what it was. But I wasn't a part of that shit. Like nigga, I wasn't even there when this shit happened. But when it happened, they started blaming me because the people said it was a nigga with a long, with long hair who tased people. I don't even tase people. Nigga, I don't carry no fucking taser with me. Like, what the fuck crazy. I look like? That shit's weird. Taser is like, what the fuck? Niggas thought I had a taser. <laughs> I'm knowing it ain't true, you feel me? So I'm not really tripping about it. I'm not even speaking on it. I'm like, whatever, the nigga in jail, the nigga in jail. But like, let's just get him out. Um, and then YG went to jail. When YG had went to jail, that's when I had first started fucking with um, Power 106 at the time, I think it was. And so they had put I Smoke, I Drink on the radio. And the shit in the song, I say free YG at the end of my first verse, or the second verse. I think... His boy was kind of mad because obviously them niggas was the leader of pushes, but they was in jail and I was just taking off. So the nigga hit me, he was like, yo, you can't be from pushes no more. And at that time, me and Pac, me and Pac was super like coming back solid. Pac, I just got out of jail. I'm like, bet, fuck it, nigga, this filthy's anyway. And I think what it was, was me leaving a group and being with another group, it formed like an invisible beef. He was like, oh, he used to be from pushes, now he's from filthies. Oh, okay, now they got problems because they don't like each other. And I, I don't know, the nigga just dropped a diss and I dropped, I dropped one back. 
Oh, that's crazy. So it really was some miscommunication. Yeah, yeah, nah. You know, I be seeing, bro, we chopped it up not too long ago. We was laughing about it because I never really got inside of the story. And when he told me, he's like, nah, them niggas said that you was dissing me in jail. I was like, and the same nigga who said that shit, you know, he ended up getting his ass whipped and kicked out of pushes himself. That's Shout out to wild. you, man. I hope you're doing good. <laughs> That's crazy. That, wild. Yeah. Cause that was my next question. Do y'all have y'all talked since then? Mm -hmm. Have y'all talked about doing music? Mm -mm. No, no, no. Nah, no. Um, every time I see bro, we like in the club or we like on a run, like on a show or something. But it's a mutual respect now. It's like um it's like grown men laughing at each other when they was kids fighting. It's like it's something you can laugh about now. It's like niggas is in places where we we getting money. What's the point of us, you know, beefing? Yeah, I feel like with with the space the West is in right now, it's kind of wide open. I think y'all have, I think it'll go viral if y'all would just yeah. do a project, fuck around, throw Joe Moses on there, throw RJ on there, Blue Bucks, Blast. That shit'll go viral, bro. I ain't me gonna and bro didn't talk about that, but me and this producer talked about it. Um, my boy named uh, fuck, what's my dude name? Larry, Larry J, Larry on the beat, Larry J or some shit like that. Hey, no, no Larry disrespect, dude. My father said champagne, it's bubbly. But <laughs> that dirty mimosa, yeah, yeah, that shit hitting. But me and bro had talked about it because I think that would be, if you look at YG right now, he's at like a. And this is no disrespect, but he's at like a standstill. He's not going higher, but he's not also going lower. It's just like, okay, you there. And it's like, how can you spice up the West right now? Even if just looking at the West, like how can we spice up the West right now? What would be the thing that can spice up the West? Okay, a feature. But what is the feature that everybody's looking forward to that they heard before, but they were never expected it? You know, you got Mozzie and YG. You got me and Scoopy Gun. You got this and this. What's up with Tay and YG? What's up with it? And so, you know, I think that would be a big deal, but I'll never rush the process. It'll happen. Yeah, we we, we got to make that happen, man. Over here at the Viral Way Podcast, we pushing for that. That's That'll be history right there, just to bring it back full circle. Y'all to fuck the city up. Like, mm -hmm. no no cap, y'all to fuck the city up. By the way, though, while we speaking on collab albums, me and DW got one coming out next year. Yeah, Ooh, that's solid. viral. That's what we see. That, 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 yeah. that's yeah, like, the one. And I like what y'all did with DW and P Nice. That, yeah. that, that, that shit hit See, you know, that song was mine originally. Shout out to P. Yeah. Dice. Shout yeah, out to DW. Yeah, that whole song was mine. And I had a verse to and everything, but they had came to the studio and I left. I remember I left that night and they was like, nah, come back, come back, come back. And when I came back, I, uh, you know, I realized what P was, P had went through a, a big situation. Yeah. And I, I thought it kind of related to the song. And then P.W. had went through a situation years prior back that kind of related to the song. So I just gave it to him. And, you know, that shit worked out. But we ain't got a name yet. I'm trying to figure out a name for this album, but it's definitely probably definitely like four or five songs in. It's almost done for sure. Yeah, y'all got some heaters floating around. Facts. <laughs> How is the reception outside the West Coast as far as oh, you, you and your music? It's the best. It's better. The best thing ever. I just I just came from Houston probably like a month ago. Love um, Houston, second home. I love that shit. Shout so. out H Town. Um, it starts off with, with the way you talk. You go out there, they be like, oh, you from the West. They can just tell by the way you talk. Facts. But then I realized, like, because I was doing uh, I was doing a music video that day. I wanted to do a, a show that night. And the people that was doing the music, I realized their music was totally different from mine. So I was kind of, like, self-conscious about doing it. But I'm like, fuck it. We got to do it. The show must go. When I did the music, they liked it. They told me, like, yo, they like, they like that that fast Cali, that bump. It's just turned up. But anyways, um, 
the outside world is it's lovely because they don't know you. The West they know me. So you know. So do you feel like they praise you more out there, or just the appreciation for you is different? I don't think the appreciation for me. I think the appreciation just for the culture itself of the West. Yeah. I think yeah they fuck with it because if you think about it, a lot of people come out here and get their music heard, but we don't go out there and get our music heard. Right. You go out there, you hearing all that shit. Exactly. So you know, I think it's just refreshing for them to finally see something like that. Yeah, the energy is really love, for sure. I think it's definitely more love though, like out of country type shit, like Saipan, Japan, Canada. Um, what else we working on right now? The Philippines, bro. The Philippines is going crazy on my streaming right now. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I gotta get out there. Somebody tell me I need to go to the Philippines. <laughs> I gotta yeah. get they out. They said they love us out there. Man, yeah. I'm surprised you ain't went, dog. What? You done traveled across the world twelve times, nigga. <laughs> they had you up in Egypt looking like Kevin Hart. Chris. What? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never took so many pictures in my life. I'm looking, <laughs> hey, bro, I'm looking at you with the whole crib uniform. I'm like, look at my partner outside. Come on, though, what? Man. In the middle of the pyramids. Nah, fuck you shit, talking yeah, about? That shit look epic. good out there in the home. Yeah. It, look, it look like we belong out there, bro. I can't wait to take a trip out there. That yeah, shit feel like home, nigga. I'm telling you, you damn near out of body experience when you standing in front of the monuments and you see you on the wall. Mm. It's like, like that's you. Like, like it really you. look like, like you. It's niggas that look like you on the wall. Like they're not teaching you this shit in school. In America. But you seeing it like, God damn, this really us. Like, yeah, that shit is dope. If you can go anywhere in the world, like literally anywhere in the world right now. Not well, not right now with this attitude, but anywhere in the world, where would you go? Like that you haven't been, obviously. Uh the, the other side of Africa, the safaris and all that shit. Mm. Like South, yeah. I'm that's my next de- big destination. That's big. That's where I want to go. Man. I don't know right now. I can talk. Come on, you gotta drop one. You, you gotta drop one. You gotta one. drop one. <laughs> you, you, can, drop you one. cannot say Beastie yeah. Nose, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't Shout say, out my nigga Adam Rose. Cut up, Mr. Beastie. Nah, y'all already said where I wanted to go. I want to go to the Philippines. That's oh, where okay, I want to okay, go. Yeah, that, so it's that. like, I didn't want to speak on nothing we already spoke on. Now I'm saying I want to go to the Philippines. That, that's one of the spots. There's a few spots, of course. I heard they love oh, niggas man. out there. Oh, where you? Where you? Where you? I want to hit that ice there. wall in Antarctica. Oh, let's talk I about it. Let's talk about it, man. What the fuck oh, y'all hiding out man. there, man? I I've been asking this question for years. What the fuck's behind that? Yeah, ice wall? I just seen. I just seen one of your um your posts about it, and it kind of like made me reflect on this. I was watching this documentary about this dude who took a plane out there. And he he had a journal. He was talking Admiral Bird. There it is, Admiral right there. Bird. There it is, right. What was the mission called? Um, uh, Operation High Oper- Jump. There it is, right there. And I was just looking at all that shit, like, yo, that is crazy. Like, why is Antarctica like off limits? Why can't we go over there? That makes no sense. It's something that's over there. Not not even that we can't go over there. It's okay. We at war with the whole world. The whole world at war with itself. Mm. But for some reason, every major nation got a peace treaty with Antarctica. How do that make sense? If we killing each other over here, but we can agree over there. What the fuck is over there? Uh, yeah, just regular. Hey, you know right hey, somebody over there running shit. <laughs> That's what I said. Regular, what, what? they going. We just ain't going. Like y'all niggas not coming here. Nigga, whatever's here, y'all not gonna get a piece of this. Yeah, they, they controlling all of that. Yeah, because he said he uh he he actually went over the the wall like it was, it was unexplored, and he was like, yeah, this land as big as America out there that we don't know about because they telling you this the end of the world down mm-hmm. here. But nigga, it's a whole nother world over there. That's what I'm saying. Um, my partner, he from Africa, who was born and raised out there. He just came out here probably about like, I said about six months ago. 
And we was having this type of same conversation. And he was like, bro, you know the map that they show you in America is different from the map they show you in Africa? We don't, and I never knew that. We do not have real maps. Yeah, I'm like, where are you? Like, bro, did you know that Africa is the biggest continent on in the world? They just make it look like it's the smallest one for some reason. And it's so cold, bro. They don't even tell you Egypt is Africa. Nah, we, they don't. They don't. Grew, they don't. We grew up in school thinking Egypt was Middle East. Yeah, yeah, Middle East. Middle like, East. Nigga, nigga, that's, that's Africa. Africa, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That's, that's, that's besides Antarctica, obviously, because I want to go you know, do my little adventures. But that's sure. where I want to go. I want to go to the Pyramids of Giza. I just want to experience that energy. Like, I think you blessed for seeing that shit, bro. And just being able to, to come home with that in your brain, a physical picture of Egypt, bro. You got to think about that. And all them pyramids is lined up with stars. Perfectly. Perfect perfectly. alignment. Perfectly. Geo geometrically perfect. Every angle is perfect. You they think, can't even recreate it now. You think humans made it or aliens? Ooh. Come on, come on. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it, go, it go deep, bro, because then you get to talking about, okay, giants existed and all kind of, they had, then they go with, that they had technology. That part. It's lost technology mm -hmm. that it's way more advanced than the shit we got now. We just don't understand. Oh, oh, they understand it, or they not telling us that part too. Because if you look on the wall, they they got advanced shit too. Like you seeing shit that's from today on the wall. Like, you seen them Afghanistan uh, batteries? Nah, I didn't see that. Man, they got a battery from Afghanistan. It's probably like the size of a vase. Probably like the size off the ground. Like, oh, the shit's been a battery that can power a whole city. It's been working for three thousand years. It still works to this day. That's deep. That's deep. They found it in a tomb in Egypt. Yeah, because they they say they say the pyramids was a tomb, but they never found a physical body in them. I think. So yeah. I, I read this book and they said that the pyramids, it was like a, a, like a power source. Yeah, like saying. a power source. Yeah. And basically, what it did was it, it powered the whole city. Yep. Because yeah. you, you know the way they look now, it didn't look then. Like yeah, they, it was nah, covered in nah, limestone. Yeah, nah, they, they had like twenty four karat gold mm -hmm. at the at the top. At you the could top see that end. shit around the whole fucking from anywhere in the city. You could see it. But they, they took the limestone off and they built like some other shit. Man, that shit go deep, bro. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wanna I wanna I wanna indulge in that. I wanna indulge in that type of shit. I wanna indulge in the um in the unknown. Everything everybody seemed to know everything out here in America. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, when you travel outside of America, bro, you you realize how much A, we've been lied to, B, how how bullshit a lot of day-to-day -day shit out is out here. A lot of the shit we killing over, fighting over. And, and concerned about you go out there, it's none of that, bro. None of that. It, it's none of that. They they looking at us crazy, like nigga, y'all the same. What the fuck nah, y'all like? Peep this. <laughs> shit is nah, wild. you not lying. I was on Clubhouse. Well, I'm, I be always on Clubhouse. So like low key, I be coming in, coming out. But every time I'm on Clubhouse, I be listening to like Universal Rooms, and they always call us you Americans. They always say you Americans, and it's like it's always in a condemning form. It's like. Damn. And I remember I asked him, I'm like, yo, why y'all doing this? Like, cause y'all the fucking world police. Y'all don't know how to fucking mind your business. Just leave us alone. <laughs> like, goddamn, stay out of my country. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, but it's like, I but they, out, but they out here. You out there and they telling you this, or they out here and they telling you this? They out here and they telling but they no, they out there, but we talking like on a uh, like on a little application. Yeah. And they telling us about us going over there. Like, for example, my other party told me how we invaded Afghanistan. And then when we left. We just left all our shit there and left them niggas in turmoil. Yeah, 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 yep, fucked it up. And it's crazy because whenever I go, 
they assume we all got the same views. And I go out there, I tell them, hey, we feel like y'all. Exactly. Nigga, we oppressed like y'all. Exactly. Like, we not <laughs> rocking with that bullshit because I was in DR. You know, uh, they didn't speak no, uh, I met this Russian couple, they didn't speak no English. So I'm on the Google Translate shit. Yeah. They talking in Russian, I'm talking in English, translating it. They like, why you come here? You come from paradise. Paradise is where you at. What the fuck you doing here? That shit blew my mind. Yeah, Cause I'm looking like this is paradise. And they like, nigga, why are you here? You come from paradise. Man, so just, it's a big world, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge world. That shit is crazy. Question. Do you consider yourself king of the jerk movement? Yeah. Stamping that. Yeah. And the reason Stamping why that. I do it because um when I made jerky music, I never made jerky music for dancing. A lot of niggas don't know that. I didn't make jerky music for you to dance to. I was making music. All right, remember back in the days when they had the P Boys, the Beach Boys, and remember we used to, we used to go to the um in the parties. We used to have little parties like the Ram Shack, Ram Shack, all that shout out to Ram Shack. And niggas used to have uh groups of people like they'll go with like for example you got the Flirts, the Flip Squads, uh Doc, all that type of shit, yeah. Feds and all Gunners, that shit, Girl Gang, all that, all yeah, all that type of shit. Gang, for sure. And so when we would go to the club at the time, I was popping pills. I was popping pills. I started popping ecstasy when I was like fifteen, bro. You like no lie, wilding for us. Yeah, nigga, I used to be up in school like <laughs> off the pill, like wilding. But that was our term for when you off a pill, like oh you jerk, like you jerking, like you jerking, you jerking. And then when you hit the club, the club is popping. You say oh the club is jerking, the club is jerking. So I literally like put Long Beach flirts, clubbing Beach Boys, and just like. Can you remember back when I used to do the Beach Boy stump? I put all that shit into one and we called it jerking. But it wasn't for dancing. And so when I seen all these people come out and they start like biting the, the thing, they start wearing pants like us. They start talking like us. Niggas start saying savvy. Like, <laughs> nigga, they took everything from Long Beach. Like this, if you look at the jerking movement, all it is is Long Beach skateboarders. That's a That's fact. That's what it is. That's a fact. That's it's niggas fact. with skinny jeans with ropes on their belts and skateboarding shoes. With skateboarding shirts. Skateboarding attire. Yeah, that, that's yep. what it is. That's all it is. And so that's why I call myself the king of them because I gave y'all the look. I gave y'all the formula. I wouldn't say I was the best. I, If you want to ask me who the best, I would- um, You call yourself the king? You got to call yourself the best. Nah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I'm the best because like there's still niggas still doing it. Like um, niggas to this day still making drink me. I don't do that shit. Yeah. Boy, that's crazy. <laughs> 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 Jerking in 2022 is crazy. <laughs> hey, look. CJ, I swear to God, bro, the niggas hit me and said, hey, we're going to do a jerking album. I said, all right, have fun. Y'all bro, be safe. Man, <laughs> Y'all be safe, yeah. It's all this drill music, anything else, niggas still making jerking. Man. Hey, you know what's crazy, though? I look at the drill music. I look at all this shit that's going on, and like, literally, all this shit is literally the same as jerking music. Like, literally, it's a fab. It's something that's going to come, and it will go. It depends on the people to make it something that stays, but like real music is gonna stay. Look, jerking was what? It was a moment where niggas was dancing, funny colors, shit, or whatever, on videos doing their shit, having fun, right? It was a small trend, yeah. Look at the drum music. All they, what they doing, they dancing in their videos. The only difference is they talking about dead people, they crazy. Yeah, the but see, the, the drill, the drill a little different because it took fire worldwide, but where it originally started from, them niggas was for real. That nah, shit really yeah, was exactly, going on. Exactly. It, it's a lot of niggas doing drill now. They ain't never drilled shit. They never been on a drill. Don't know shit yeah, about. It. It's just a fact. But in Chicago, where it started at, them niggas was drilling for real, and That's it was different. just like, like, like how we 
Y'all was jerking. Exactly. Like, it was a real movement in the streets. And you know what I'm saying? It elevated. It might have been motherfuckers in Texas. They don't never jerk. Like you said, nigga, we in school popping pills. Nigga, this is where it's come from. They don't know that. They just like, oh shit, I like that dance. That part. They, they get to emulating it. But it's crazy because uh, the fucking kids is low-key bringing that shit back. They on TikTok doing the reject and shit. So I'm like, damn, they, they low-key bringing jerking back. Hey, DJ, you ever did it? You ever did a jerking video? Bro, no, I, don't lie, I, neither. Don't. I, I'm not gonna cap. I'm, I'm gonna be dead ass real. I hate. I'm not gonna say I hate. <laughs> I, I love every every movement, but I hate it because I can't do it. My body don't move that way because I work out. My, I can't do the move. So when y'all niggas was jerking in the streets, cracking, I'm in the club like oh, y'all was getting five and up. <laughs> niggas like here, hold this, cause I'm in the back with the slammer. Like nigga, I'm, I'm that nigga. I, I, I couldn't do that shit. I couldn't really, man. <laughs> I couldn't like, do I that look, shit. I wanted to though. I, I, I couldn't anybody, do it though. When y'all watch this podcast, listen, I got a thousand dollars to the first person who can find a video of me jerking. I can't. I, I can never do it. My nigga, I used to be in my house, like when this when the shit like was starting to pop up. I'm like, but I gotta get. Dancing, you right? never did the uh, what's the what's the nigga, shit called when they do the backwards? Bro, the reject. Yeah, nigga, I'm saying. I'm like a bag of fries, nigga. But, <laughs> but, you had to jerk moving. Nigga, nigga I can't. Bro, if you ever see me performing, it was a hundred jerkers around me, and it was just me doing this, just moving my shoulders. <laughs> like, I just want, bro. I'll break. A, I'll break a body limb. Crib Street, nigga. Look how skinny I am. Yeah, trying to jerk. Skinny niggas was the ones rejecting. They was sure. the one doing that. Listen, shit, they man. was skinny, but they was small. Like I'm a tall, skinny. I'm a French fry, nigga. I'm a snapping half. It's not know, gonna work man. for me. It was six niggas, six seven, nigga. <laughs> 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 hey, backpack so. Wait, wait, hold up. <laughs> hey, look, I squat in the gym, cause my knees can't handle a pin drop, nigga. I don't know how the fuck they was doing that. Man, man. He was six seven with a backpack jerking. <laughs> Dead up. <laughs> hey, how crazy is the king? The king of the jerk don't Tell know how to jerk. jerk. Cause why? I ain't fucking with y'all. Out of control. That's that can't look like a. You know, you know them motherfucking things. Um, outside the the, the gas station, they be the big oh, ass. Man, ass. Just be little, <laughs> the little wavy shit. Hey, that, nah, man, yeah, crazy. nah, man. You never. You'll never find me. Hey, doing a, that, a lot of them niggas would be rich right now if TikTok and all that shit was a thing back yeah, then. Yeah, them niggas was some having them millions was of raw. views. Nigga, they was doing some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah them man. niggas was raw. That yeah, yeah. shout out to the jerkers, cuz. A lot of them, you know, that was a platform to catapult them to what they doing today. Like for example, my boy Watts Homie Quan, shout out to him. Not the other Watts Homie. Ooh, not, not hold that on, shit. hold hey, on, damn. Oh shit. Anyways, my boy Watts Homie Quan. Um, my boy D Spank, uh, Indigo Vanity. A lot of like, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. When I made that platform, I gave a lot of niggas opportunities. One thing that I, I just want to commend myself, I gave a lot of people opportunities, and I never asked for nothing back, like not nothing, anything. Like for example, you know, we was the first niggas to sign O three. Oh damn, that's Chris Street. I was the first one. I went to Gardenia and I found a nigga and I brought him to Big Boy and we signed him. Never asked for nothing. Now look where he's at. I can name a couple more people. Free Greedo, cuz. Oh, he'll be home soon too, by the way. Free Free Greedo. He'll be that home, nigga he'll be home very soon. That nigga had the streets buzzing, boy. If he didn't go to jail. He's gonna be home very soon. You know, before bro went to jail, he's supposed to make something with um Drake. Yeah. Yeah, that nigga had the streets on fire. Yeah. No talk. You know that um, you know that feature that Drake Drake yo got from Drake? Yeah. That's supposed to be for Greedy. Ooh, Greedo and Drake, that that might go stupid. I'm pretty sure he still got it on the table. He'll be out soon, though. Um, 
I look forward to seeing him next year. He should be out, be home next year. Good news, good news for the West for sure. Do you feel the um the jerking movement sort of tainted your progress to where, like you say, I'm more mature now. I'm yeah. in a whole nother space, but niggas still looking at me as the jerking nigga. Yeah, because like you know the fallout with YG. It made a lot of people choose sides. And obviously a lot of people chose his side because he was a more successful person at the time. Um, so they didn't really get to indulge in the new music I'm doing. So your automatic judgment is gonna be, Tay of Third, oh, he's a jerk. Instead of saying, oh, Tay of Third, let me see what he's doing. So yeah, it tainted me, but uh, I don't believe in mistakes. I just believe in corrections. Uh, we'll see where it goes. How would you describe your sound now? Like, okay, the jerky shit, it came, it went. That's history in the books. Where you at now as far as your sound? Is it more abstract or is it just like, you know what, however I'm feeling, if you could just put a word on it. Yeah, so I'm trying to look for the word. Um, what about amazing? <laughs> <laughs> sound off on that. <laughs> what about amazing? Sure. Bro, like, I'm in my bag right now. Like, I can't lie. Like, Hooks, I'm the most outrageous. I'm Captain Hook in Long Beach for sure. Um, melodies, I'm on point. Like, I'm in my bag right now. Like, I have this is the most happiest I've ever been doing music in my life. And it's just because every time I do it and I let somebody hear it, they don't even think it's me half of the time. Like, half of the time, the nigga be like, all right, where was your part at? I'm like, oh, that was me right there. Like, That's you, nigga? Like, for example, um, I was in the studio with Quick, DJ Quick the other day, probably like a month or two months ago. And I was playing, uh, it's a song I got called By Myself. When the nigga heard it, he was like, oh, that's hard, but where the fuck is your part at? The whole song was me, though. <laughs> the whole song was me, though. And at first, I was kind of like taken back by it, but then I was like, oh, nah, you, you recreated yourself. Like you officially came back from the dead. You a whole brand new person. Like you got a mulligan. You yeah, got another try. That's deep. So you know, yeah, it tainted me, but then it also just made me better because now, like I said, I'm in my bag. See, this shit is so easy for me. I'm literally taking five minutes to make a whole song right now, just because it feels so good. You can hear it. You can hear it though. You definitely can hear it. Uh, do you get um? God damn. Do Do you get uh? <laughs> Negative feedback when you get the fucking around with the costumes and shit. I know you did the yeah the, the unicorn shit. Like niggas, yeah. niggas like, what the fuck is this about? Cut a homie and doing unicorns and shit, or or the Joker <laughs> shit. Like, cut with the homie, oh, cut this. Thing. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. Like, where that come from? Is what was the just message like, behind the unicorn thing? Like, was it a message or just just something trying to be different? Nah, um, I I was with my partner one day. It was me. Uh, Matter of fact, it was me, um, fuck, just a couple of other homies. And then um, we was rapping and shit. And we was in the studio and he looked and he just sat some fly shit. He was like, hey man, it's a bunch of horses in this stable, but it's only one special one. And when he said that, it kind of like rang a bell to me. He didn't say nothing about unicorn. I just thought about a unicorn. I was like, damn, if it was a bunch of horses, what would make one stand out? A unicorn. Yeah. The unicorn shit was just me. Honestly, just like pushing the boundaries of being a hood nigga. Like everybody got an image of what you're supposed to look like and how you're supposed to act. And it's like, I'm not that. You feel me? Like, I ain't, I ain't super buff. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Karen. I'm just being real. Like, <laughs> Would you feel like that's... No, I'm going to keep going. Hey, no, no, no. Like, want to be both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can come get a gym, Karen. We got both weight classes. Me or bro, get you right. Come program. Yeah. Get nah, program fuck time. y'all niggas. First of all, I've been to the gym. I went to the gym one time with Willie and them. Oh, nigga, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, nigga, I can open my arms for two weeks. Nigga, I'm good. I'm gonna stay like this forever. Yeah, but now, nah, uh, shout out Willie McGinnis. Yeah, sure. so, bring my man's if you know that. Really. Uh, <laughs> but I just wanted to push the boundaries of what y'all image should be of somebody that's a real nigga. Like I think a lot of right. niggas got that image of a real nigga wrong. Everybody image of a real nigga is like a gangster or a nigga that's like baggy pants, thugged out, whatever. Like nigga, I'm a real nigga. Yeah. Like I'm everything that's come with being real. I've never did no smut. Like I said before, like I, I'd give up my seat for anybody. And I think um, what I did with the unicorn shit was I just, I just pushed the boundaries, even with the Cinderella uh, cover. Like, you know, it was a cartoon of me in a dress or whatever. It was a cartoon though. It wasn't real. Oh, that was yeah, that, that's, that, that's kind of deep. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I that, see now. I'm like, that's why. Yeah, but look, that was my, I, I that was my excuse. That, though, hey, but that was my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, no. I said, damn, cuz. Nah, no. The homie they, trying got to go, him, they got him. 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 They got Black entertainer has to put on some nah, weird shit to get cut. I know that they get the homie cut. Nah, all right, look, long story short, though. Join Illuminati. <laughs> My Take, third eye is open, hey, yeah. Hey, 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 the three, the three is for the third <laughs> eye, cut. I'm finna get this shit hey. anyway. Girl, I'm going Illuminati. Nah, I ain't gonna hold you, gang. I, like I said, um, damn, fuck y'all, bro. And it's heavy. And it's heavy on my back, right? <laughs> The streets want to know, Kel, what the fuck going on? Hey, look, bro, I ain't going to Y'all want me to be real? Oh, it's the nigga. Real, you on the Bible Way podcast. That's real, so raw, uncut. Said, nigga, that's the motto. You said that's what make you real right, anyway. Look, I said yeah. that's how you got to this. Baby crib, bro. Nobody was liking my pictures at the time, so I just had to do something to make you crack. Kel, I ain't Nobody was liking my shit. Nobody was paying attention to me. Nobody loved me. I said, fuck it, put on a dress. We going to the top. (laughs) Damn. And what pill was that? Cut took the red pill? That wasn't the blue pill. Nah, that was a pink pill. Cut took the pink pill. Damn, yeah. Nah, I ain't gonna hold you though. Real shit, real shit. Not to be honest though. Listen. I really just wanted to do something that could push the boundaries of music. Now, obviously, that's nah, why. I'm, hold, nah, hold on. That's why I'm <laughs> like, God, not fucking with me. I said, nah. <laughs> Go ahead now, explain your shit, bro. And he was fucking uh, with the unicorn shit and curved uh, shit. Because nah, I was understanding the look, look, look. My main thing was like, like I said, I was trying to push the boundaries of just like what music is, but but I was truthful when I said niggas wasn't paying attention. And obviously, my excuse was. Nigga, that's not me really in a dress. It's a cartoon. Nah, nah, nah I know what you said. I know what you said. But it worked. It definitely worked. I know what you said. The, you the plot, it, honestly, it was, it was, it's, it was shock value. 
Now, I understand any publicity is, is some type of publicity. Yeah, but I ain't gonna hold you though. I don't like that. I don't like that. When the big dogs are looking at a nigga, listen, fool, I went through it for like a week. Nah, but it's like. I was fucking with the Joker shit. Nah, but it's like. God, go ahead, my friend. Nah, nah, go ahead. Uh, y'all, y'all. I ain't, I ain't, He felt like that was the last resort on his shit. Like, nah, nah, nah. There was other options. No, no. It was. Cause that stage of fade or something. Hey, look. Hey, look, gang. You know what? I'm over the course. Nah, Next question. Nah, 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 I'm, 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 I'm gonna get but off look, that on, baby. With the pushing the limit shit, I do feel like that's low-key to Long Beach in you because we always had that stigma. I'm a, I'm, I wanna say it started around the jerking movement where niggas is like, oh, them niggas weird. These niggas wearing skinny jeans. These niggas. But... You go to the county jail, niggas got the utmost respect. You go to the pen, niggas get the utmost respect like everybody. But you got the stigma on the street. Like, oh, them niggas weird. You know, I think that stigma just come with us being the only city that only has Crips. You know, that's, that, that's something that when you look at a city that's, that's only city. one thing, it's, it's, it's easy for you to judge it. Because you're not judging different sides, you're judging one. That's like, how can I say it? Um, it's like in the bag of M&Ms and everything is just one color. You could easily be like, I don't fuck with them M&Ms because everything is one color. But if it's a bunch of colors, assorted colors, you can't say, oh, I don't fuck with them. You say, I don't fuck with that flavor. I'm sorry, not uh, M&Ms, Starburst. You say, oh, I don't fuck with that flavor, but I fuck with Starburst. And I think that's just like the general, I, I, low key, that low key goes into like Long Beach, like, the way we don't like each other and the way we treat each other too. Right. Like, I think this is based off of just us being the only city full of Crips. It's easy for you to judge this city. There's no city in America like us. Think about that. And we're one of the most diverse cities. The most diverse. <laughs> oh God. We're one but there's of the most no diverse. city in, right. in America that you can only say there's only one type of color out there. That shit go deep. So you know, um, it's easy to judge people like that, man, because everything is is it's, an, it's not an assortment. It's it's right there in your face. That's what it is. Those are all crips. Okay, the, these are all crips. Okay, half of these crip niggas is over here skateboarding. Okay, half of these crip niggas is over here wearing skinny jeans. Okay, half of these crip niggas is over here doing this. But at the end of the day, them same niggas is thugging. Them same niggas got that murder rate up. And and everybody conformed. That part. It's like. With any trend, that's how it start. First, people will laugh. Then people will get to... Slowly, you get to seeing people conforming. Or they like, damn, how, how did you do that? Like, I see that with every trend. At a, you got to be the one to take the risk, I feel like. I feel like we was the ones to take the risk. Because even when when I, I when I went to the pen, it, we still was on baggy shit, thugging, 5X, hoodies. I got out. First nigga I seen. <laughs> Hollister wave cracking. I'm like, come the Girl, fuck you, you got, got on, Hollister <laughs> fit on, girl. I want to say, this is when Hollister was booming. You got Lake Mall? It had to be. I was saying it probably was Lakewood. If Crib it, Street. Nah, one of yeah, Crib yeah, Street. Yeah. Right, right there by the Cinnabon. Yeah. <laughs> Cinnabon fire. Nah, he came home. Cub was just looking crazy. Cub had the fire. Now, y'all don't remember they had these tees. I was saying they was fly back then when he had them. There was these Welcome to the Hood tees. He looking for that type of shit like... 
Them motherfuckers hella big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He looking hey, like he's nah, crazy. Hey, nah, you know you fuck me up. I'm looking like, <laughs> you got the regular. You know, he's swole. So I'm saying, yeah. and he really not finna be putting this shit on. Like, I'm like, what the fuck crazy. you got yeah. on? Yeah, when he start getting me. outside, he start getting in the world. They, now he looking I'm going to tell you what you, changed it. What changed it? What changed it? The homie, T, the homie, when I got out next day, shout out my nigga T3 too, my nigga T. Cut took me shopping on set. Like, I got a band for you. Boom, go to the t-shirt shop. I'm I'm still ordering five X's. Niggas, look at up. Wait, hold on. Time out, though. Let me ask you, CG. Yeah, I got to ask you, CG. Like, you was, you getting, was you getting five X's or a five X tall? I was getting a tall joint. Oh, you get a battery. Hey, 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 hey. That's my nigga K1. 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 homie. <laughs> Dead homies, bro. Shout out my nigga K1. Cut war shit to the ankles. Cut war shit to the ankles. Dead Never. homies. Never. To the ankles. Yes, I got the longest teeth, nigga. <laughs> Bruh. To the ankles. Oh, God. Yeah. My shit might be at the knee. Cause this one I knew I my teacher. This one, this one I knew. Up. This one I knew my was too long because it was a stain by the kneecap when you sit down. So when you stand up, it's, a, it's like, what is that, bro? What the fuck am I wearing, bro? Do you have you ever looked at a picture of y'all back in the yeah, days? Yeah, yeah, nigga look crazy. I was looking stupid, but this how this, this. Let me tell you, this how I knew. Bro, to nah, the ankles. That's what I'm saying. Let me tell you this how I remember one of the dumbest times I felt. I'm still in ninth grade. I never forget the principal would get at me like. She said, who uh, fucking pants you got on, your brothers? <laughs> Mind you, I'm saying I got his, his hand-me-downs on. Oh, yeah, my. But I'm, I'm probably 5'2 with size 36 jeans on. Yeah, I had like 40s back then. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I had 40s back You know when your pants too big, I'm saying, because this front thing sticking out. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, saying nigga, you have to learn how to put it under the belt. I ain't saying it, tuck it. Oh, the principal got at me crowd. Never wear that shit again. I told him I'm not wearing cut heavy downs. No nigga, we, nah, we, we, we went to the now. club, nigga. Fuck, who was I with? I was with Baby Bangum. I was a baby banging. Shit, I was with, I was with a gang of the two end niggas and a few of the homies and shit. Oh, my Smurfs, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. My okay, nigga, okay, free, free, yeah. my nigga. Oh God, my nigga, Gino, nigga, straight. We go in the club. It's bitches, mind you. I'm fresh out. I ain't seen a bitch in nigga. God knows how long. I'm in there thirsty. They looking at me. All these niggas fly. They got this one effect. The fan shit. They got the belts. The glittery shit. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm in here. Five X Pro Club. T down here, nigga. <laughs> bitch is spooked, nigga. Like, what's oh, this nigga? Yeah, what are you on? Nigga, that <laughs> day, on? nigga, I went to the mall, hollered out, nigga, got some wrecks. Been a rap ever since. Yeah, Dead home. Like, that shit. Over I ain't with. gonna hold you, bro. I was looking at old school pictures of us, like, doing the flirt situation. And I remember niggas said we got skinny jeans back then. I was like, hold on, I should just way skinnier now. Wait, nigga, what? Boy, I had like a, I was wearing like a 32 by 32. Like five XL t shirt, big ass Indian Cleveland hat, <laughs> big ass, bro. I'm talking the big, yeah, fit, the yeah. big one though. Like without no, like, no strap, like nothing in the back. You just put it on. It's nigga look like he from Harlem and shit. Eye piercing, Come blonde on, hair, what? blonde hair. Come on, man. Come that was on. it. Cla- that classic was, long. That was beach. the whole uniform. Classic, classic. long. Beach. You fuck with battle rap? Yeah. Who yeah. your favorite battle rapper? Um, right now I'm fucking with my boy. Uh. Fuck, man. What's my boy name? Fuck, we all fuck with him. We just went to his last battle. Um, Who that? Oh, uh, Rum? No, not 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 Rum. I'm fucking with Geechee, though. From Nutty, right from now, Nutty. Man. Oh, oh Geechee. Yeah, Geechee. Shout out Geechee. Fucking with Geechee. Uh, I fuck yeah. with Geechee. I fuck with Disaster, too. Matter of fact, Shout battle, out rapper, Diz. battle rap is the reason why I met Drake. Yeah. Uh, You know, we had the, uh, probably like a year or two years ago, Drake. Drake event? I Drake was there. Came, yeah, yeah, I was there. 
Nigga, oh, baby, I was yeah, on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, DW and them. Yeah. yeah, I fuck with Disaster too and uh, Daylight. Shout out Daylight. That's my boys right there. That's oh, my I'm waiting on that Daylight Lux battle for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's my boys right there. You ever battle rap? In high school. That's why I started rapping. Oh, when yeah? I was um, when I was 14, a nigga named Donut came to school. Bruh, I, you know when I was 14, I had chip too. My teeth was fucked. <laughs> I remember. Nigga, what you mean you remember, bro? Why you ain't say nothing then? Why, why, why you want to get on me now, bro? Hey, hey the veneers wasn't out back then. <laughs> hey, at all, the homie bro. Homie, had no choice, kid. At all, bro. Well, I had what a whole, happened? Nigga, I had a whole grade two. But anyways, the nigga came to school, right? The nigga came prepared, though. See, back in the day, we had MySpace. So what he did was he put his MySpace on paper and posted it everywhere in school with a picture of me smiling with my teeth fucked up. So you know, nigga rocked my world that day. I'm like, damn, I gotta come back with some shit. I went home that day, I had bought an Xbox mic, because I had got financial aid. We was just graduating. I'm sorry, not just graduating. We were just starting to find our um, I didn't even get financial aid, I forgot exactly what it was. But I had got some money from school. We were just getting to our college shit or whatever. I think I was like, Ninth grade, tenth grade, somewhere over there. Um, I went home. I had bought an Xbox mic. I threw it up to my Xbox. I made a song. I dissed them. Came back the next day, and it went viral. And that's what made me start rapping. But yeah, that was my first thing of battle rapping. Besides that, honestly, I I'm not really the battle rapping type because I don't like to get loud and get into niggas' faces because. Sometimes I'll be feeling disrespectful. I might punch you. You might punch me. Shit. I don't know. <laughs> for the pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Because yeah, I was going to ask you, would you take a battle today if you just said I okay? Would. I would. Yeah? Yeah, I would. I think, I, I think, yeah, I think I'll fuck a nigga up in a battle rap, bro. Yeah, so you are real shit? Yeah, because um, that's how I look at uh the game. You know, you got to attack. I look at all these niggas' competition. I'm tired of these niggas trying to be friends. Fuck all that. As you should. Y'all niggas is competition to me. This is steel sharpening steel. Swords start sharpening swords. It's another sport. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm tired of all these people trying to, oh, he's good. Now, fuck that. I'm better than you. That's how Let's I feel. do a battle. We can do it today. So if anybody want to battle me, I'm down for it. Let's put a couple of uh, racks up and do it. Ooh. And we can do it here on the viral way. Oh, oh, live. Oh, oh, hey, sound off on that. Yeah. <laughs> that part. We can do it here. Sound <laughs> off on that. We're going to get a battle cracking. But yeah, we we running low on time. Uh, we're gonna definitely have to do a part two because I got yeah, a gang. Yeah, yeah. I got a gang of shit I want to get into. I ain't gonna hold you, sure. bro. I feel like I'm at home with the homies. You know, I know CG. Yeah. Hey, hey, come on, girl. Oh, you man. know what the fuck going on, man. Hey, uh, so you got uh besides the album, you got any other uh future business endeavors you wanna promote? Um Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but what's the what's the album again? Let them know. The Almighty yeah. Threes is um I'll definitely give y'all, so for people who seen the cover, it's obviously me on the cross, and then it shows Biggie and Snoop and Tupac holding me up. I've been getting a lot of uh, backlash about it. They keep calling me blasphemy and shit like that. But what, was I just, your, what was your mentality behind that, though? What was your concept? Right, so me being on the cross is the, the sacrifice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I'm here. Like I'm going to come back. I'm, I'm three. I came back from the dead. Like I said, I died with a jerk and shit, and I came back. But as far as the artists around me, it's because they all mean something to me. Tupac, he was a Gemini. He was an activist. And he was loud with his words, passionate about it. And that's who I am. If you ever talk to me on a one-on-one conversation or even in general within any conversation, I'm very passionate about it. I feel this shit. Like, this is my life. I got to make this right. Biggie, it was his relationship with his mom. Like, my mom is my world to me. And I'm blessed to still have her alive and, like, you know, a lot of things that I promised her that I would do, I haven't been able to do. So I'm still working towards it, but that's my 
my inspiration to yeah. keep going. And then as far as Snoop, my long hair, skinny crip nigga. Right. And I'm from Long Beach. Long Beach in the fucking so, building. you know, that's what that album is for. After we put out this next album with um me and uh, DW and me, I want to work on an album called um, Big Fish in the Small Pine. And I want it to be a collab album. I think that Long Beach is too separated right now with so many winners. You know, we got me, we got uh, DW, we got Stupid Young, we got Joey, we got Saab. We got, I mean, the shit is goes forever, Giveon and all types of shit. I'm starting to see it come together, though, because yeah. I'm noticing it myself. And I'm going to say it now, it is coming together. And as I speak that into existence, because like I just said, I just see the song with you, DW, and- P. Yeah, P. I see DW working with Savi. DW working, matter of fact, all y'all working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shout out to the babies. But I see it coming together. I think in the near future, it's going to be together. And I think that's going to be a big thing for us, because one thing about Long Beach is- uh, you know that mentality they say that that C word in a bucket, but it's kind of like it's kind of like irrational. But then it's kind of rational because that's kind of how we live. We got so many superstars even within our hood ourselves. It's that's like why fact. we're not doing a little bit better of a job projecting ourselves. So right. uh, you know me being a martyr that I am, I'm gonna try to take that stuff and bring it all together because I think ultimately my thing isn't for me to be the biggest rapper. But I think what I'm here for is to glue everybody together. Like I, I don't think I'm here to be the biggest thing. I think I'm here to be the glue for us to win. And so, you know, I'm going to take that uh, responsibility and I'm, I'm going to take heed to it. On that note, Long Beach, um, like you say, I, I'm seeing I'm seeing niggas waking up. Um, I'm hearing rumblings in the streets. Niggas is starting to wake up. You feel me? I, I feel a big part of that is due to the last episode we had. <laughs> With the, Facts um, too. I, I saw oh that. <clears throat> I saw that, and I saw the, uh, the the thing that you put up, and it definitely flares something in my mind. Thank you for doing that too, by the way. For sure, for sure. Yeah. That shit. Thank you for reaching out, bro. Because you know what I'm saying. You don't realize who you be touching unless niggas verbally let you know. So you being on the the platform that you got to reach out to us with our platform trying to take off, that's big, you know? Come on, right. nigga, me and you that's really big. homies. Good playing, I, I, I yeah. know. No, look, we homies, don't be that but thing. I don't downplay your success. And you know what I'm and saying? I, and I don't downplay your improvements. On the set, no, I don't downplay your success, and, and I do feel like you don't get the flowers you deserve as far as being a staple in the game. Like you say, 12 years still running, name still relevant. King of the jerk, like, come on, cuz, get a homie his praise, dead homies. Straight. But yeah, we gonna um we gonna be back at y'all with another one, man. Uh, January, the homie says it's coming. January, stay First tuned. First week of January, man. I'm gonna put a date on it. January six, one six twenty three. Go grab that threes. Sixteen twenty three. Go grab that threes. I love that. The viral way. Go grab that threes. For sure.